You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! One recording now has begun. What's the vibe? What's the vibe? Uh, uh, do I abandon my responsibilities, my job, my do, do I walk away from everything to play Fortnite more often? I mean, that seems to be your ambition in, at, at this moment in time. You've you've put a lot. You text me every single day, just the word Fortnite. Yeah, why aren't you playing? Because. I don't, I, first of all, you text me during work hours, right? I'm hard at work. Yo, it's my work day too. I'm grinding out here. So am I. I'm I have the easy, Fortnite. This is the easiest money I've ever made in my life, honestly. <laughs> so what's up? Uh, it feels, it just feels wrong to play video games at 3 p.m. <laughs> You can't not for, deny- our, not for our man Chris, who I'm playing with, who is in your time zone. Yeah, it's- but he's but but he doesn't. Does he have a Does he have a job outside of Drug Church? No. Which, not to get into our business, is technically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even ask any questions because it's it's inconceivable that you could be a grown man and and survive on Drug Church money. Inconceivable. Well, I mean, he is younger than us. Let's give him that. You know, not much. He's he's like two years younger than you. Yeah, that's true. No, isn't he? He's still in his twenties, proper, isn't he? Anyway, we don't need to get into his business. Um, but whatever. I think. Listen, he 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 works hard while he's on the road, and he comes home and he just wants to play Fortnite. That that I that I can understand. That I can respect. But for me to play video games, I have to feel accomplished in the day. I need to get work done. I need to get podcast stuff done. I need to exercise a little bit. Then we can play video games. But I can't just be out here playing video games at 3 p.m. I just can't. It won't rest in my soul. Let me give you some perspective. I start playing video games because of the time difference at 7.30 a.m. And starting the day on a healthy victory royale, maybe a crowned victory royale, if you're really putting in that work, Oh, you, it, you're ready for the day at that point. You conquer more. If you took a, a Fortnite siesta and just did some fucking killing and it fried in the middle of the day, the rest of your day, you'd be so goddamn productive because you would feel powerful. Is that what happens for you? Yeah. Oh, if I get a, if I get a strong fucking victory royale on a, on a heroic end, like fucking coming in like a fucking champ, got that last kill, whatever. I'm ready to go the rest of the day. I'm ready to really conquer shit. How does your your wife feel about you playing Fortnite at 7:30 in the morning? Uh, or is she gone by then? She. So I start playing when she leaves. Coincidentally, okay. And and uh, I would say that 
she works very hard at her job. Yeah. So if she knew to the extent at which I am fortnighting, <laughs> she she may not feel great about that, right? But she's practical enough to know that as long as I am still making that cheddar, mm. that we're good. But she's not there for it. No, I, I don't think she would enjoy watching it. No, Women what, don't seem to connect with you playing Fortnite the way that men do. Men get it. Especially at 730 in the morning. Yes. I think women are more forgiving of it if it's at the end of a long day where the cheddar, I disagree the cheddar has been when, made. I disagree because here's the deal. When my girl gets home, that's that's her time, right? Mm-hmm. Like she that's our time. She she and I she and I spend that time together. I try not I try not to even look at my phone, though it's difficult because the time difference makes it so I'm like occasionally like, oh shit, I gotta catch up on X, Y, or Z, right? But the I try to make that just our time, family time, et cetera. So uh, I think she would prefer I do whatever I do during the day as long as I'm not fired. <laughs> and then uh, th- we could devote that uh, lovemaking later. You're real, you're a real family man these days. Family man. Well, here's what I think. You tell me if I, if you disagree. There's not enough time in the day, mm. right? So the average working person, let's say they get out at four. Does that seem yeah. reasonable? Let's say most of them do not get home till 4.30. Uh, if that, then let's say that they uh, need a 20-minute cool down because uh, they just had a, you know, you go from work to your commute. You just would like some time to think. Yeah. Maybe Eat something, whatever. Sit on the toilet. Sit on the toilet, for example. Yeah. Then you have the situation where you, uh, okay. What time do you eat dinner? Um, I've seven. Yeah, I should. I should know. Okay, so I like dinner at five p.m., but that doesn't five p.m. Yeah, that doesn't fly in my house. That's the early bird. I like there. I'm on the early bird special. Um, yeah. Moon's moon's over my hammy. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what I like seven, but 7 PM is yeah. Generally when you eat. So how much time do you really have then? You, that, okay. So let's say that you're really home and in your zone at 5 PM. Then what have you got? Maybe you got Pilates. Maybe you've got, you're going to go lift weights. Maybe you go to, you know what I mean? Maybe you're yeah. doing that shit. Maybe not. Maybe you've got a kid. If you've got a kid, you got to do homework, mm-hmm. all the nonsense, right? So really, how many on what kind of block do you get with your family? Maybe you four got, hours? Maybe four. Right. So I don't want to be one of those dads or one of those husbands, stepdads as it is, who like, I don't think you got to be doing something with a kid all the time. And I don't think, cause kids will like to be independent to a large degree. And I also don't, th- I don't think that partners need you to like be rubbing their feet every minute of every day. Yeah. But I do, th- I do think you have to be available to be engaged. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. I think that's fair. That makes sense so, to me. So I try to get all of my broish bullshit done during the day. Okay. Now, so, so answer this. If you did not, if you were not attached, how much fortnighting would be going on? Oh my God. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to put it down. No, no, no. I would be my new work day. 
<laughs> so so because of this, because all that said, that whole spiel about you know your post work, yeah, time, family, sure. So this what this means for you is fortnighting has to be done at the crack of dawn. Crack of dawn. So seven until two p.m. Fortnite. Okay. Seven to two. Is that real? No, you're not no, really no. doing that. No, it's seven till nine thirty. Uh, is is Fortnite time? Seven thirty till nine thirty. Right. That's well, still. I, that's still a, a lot of Fortnite, man. It's a lot of Fortnite. It's <laughs> a lot of Fortnite. Is so your job? Your job's not uh not out your clock in you. No, my yeah, no, my job. Uh, listen, I'm a talent based individual. It's not. Mm. It's not like you're putting in time. Um, though that said, uh, I still do have to make up those hours elsewhere. You know what I mean? It, it just so happens that every job because I am on Perth time, there's no time that I can really communicate with my. Go look who lives on Perth time. I think it's Western Australia. So W A S T. See uh, see what countries operate in W A S T. Countries that operate operate in W. What is it? A W A S T. W A S T. I'm just having W A S T's time zone. Yeah. Dude. West Africa summertime. <laughs> no, that's uh, not the one. I. That's not the one I live in. Uh, let's see. I thought it was Western Australia standard time. Let's West. See. Um, Western Australia time zone. <laughs> um, so what's that? What's that called? Australian Western St- Standard Time. Thank you. Is it right Thank now? You. It's it's one fifty seven p.m. You nailed it. Could you tell me what other countries operate within that time zone, please? Uh. It's not, it's not, it's not, it doesn't look like it's many. Yeah, it's certainly not many that you could do business with if, unless you speak the language. AWST, you're correct. Let's see. AWST countries. It would be any country that falls on that, on that latitude. Is it longitude or latitude? I believe it's longe. Longe. Any, any country that falls in that longe. So it looks like you're looking at Malaysia. Uh, uh, Eastern China. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Maybe like a may, maybe like oh Korea. Maybe maybe the Koreas. Uh, I've got Brunei, China, Hong Kong, Indonesia. So I could be doing business in Hong Kong, but the uh, Macau, uh, Malaysia, Mongolia, Philippines, Russia, Singapore, Taiwan. So actually, I do do business with Russians, but. They they're uh, not in uh, Siberia, presumably. No, they're on the other. Yeah, they're on the other side of that country. Um, Brunei, you want to go to Brunei? I'll go anywhere. You say that, but then when I'm like, "Hey, okay, I booked your ticket to that all white enclave." Go, <laughs> ah, what was that place ah, called? Uh, Os- uh, Osiana, maybe something like that. I might have made it up. You could do business in North Korea. I could do business in Osiana. No, that's in South Africa. That's far away. <laughs> that's true. You could do. Um, oh, I'm looking at. I got a map of the world open. Pretty details one. I, I'm looking at Wuhan right now. Remember Wuhan? You can't can't say that out loud. Remember food shortages? Oh, remember supply chain? Supply chain. Bear, <laughs> bear shelves, Biden. 
We got to we got to <laughs> do our 2022 uh roundup. We got still got another month to go though. Yeah, it's true. Bare shelves Biden. Hold on, I'm making uh, a little I'm making a little laundry list for myself. Yeah. Um, what 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 do I need? I'm going shopping today. I need a an ex, not an extension cord, power strip. Power strip. And what do you call I need a a mic arm. Sorry everybody, this is mic this stand. Is tune, this is what you tune in for. No, I want one of those tele like the ones that they got on a uh, like hot ninety seven. Yeah, want, like I real want, radio. I want, Bird, guys. I want Birdman to like push it away when he says what. <laughs> you want to be able to push it away when you get mad. Yeah, exactly. And so it like swings around. I think my dad has one of those. Exactly. Um, oh, what's your dad? What pirate radio is your father doing? He's doing pirate radio. What do we? Oh, so what is uh. What's happening in the world this week? I, I, we, we, so we're doing our little live streams now. Oh, we, we should pump everything, uh, through and through merch.com for t-shirts. Oh yeah. Go there. We're still early enough in the show where we can say that that's uh, mm-hmm. at the top, uh, through and through merch is where you get your t-shirts. Please buy a shirt. They're awesome. They're sick. Christmas is coming up. Get them, get one for your auntie, get one for your, for your cousin who thinks you're cool. Um, yeah. Get one for unk, get one for nephew. Uh, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline, but also uh, twitch.tv slash WP timeline. We've been doing stuff on there and I've been getting frustrated because so we, we did a little stream last night. We do them every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 PM uh, uh, Western Pacific standard time, uh, 11 PM Eastern standard time. I don't know what fucking time it would be in, uh, in Western Australia, like 10 AM maybe. Um, I'd be getting frustrated because we can't, there has to be some level of, uh, of, of self editing of self censoring in order to, to, to get by Twitch's Disney like rules. And it, it like, I never really thought about it too much. I always thought it was like bitch ass, but it's like, I never, it's more more than bitch ass because this is the thing. It's like you, we are in the, uh fuck what what category are we in we're we're in like the incel category of twitch uh i think it's just like current events or something like that to talk about things that are current that requires you to talk about things like vaccines pizzagate all the hot button issues pizzagate's still hot pizzagate's hot (laughs) but no but but my my frustration is like i understand why I understand their logic, their reasoning for why they don't want you. They don't want people bad mouth in the vaccine on their corporate bullshit. They have a corporate interest involved. They have mm-hmm. a, you know, it's all that shit. But like just the word vaccine itself will get you flagged. Just saying Pizzagate will get you Look, flagged. What I'm not even, it's not the context of what you're speaking about it. It's just it's just saying yes, it. Yes, yes. How this stupid is, why, is that? This is why I saw an adult man who does YouTube's for other adults have to say unalive, and I saw him wither a little bit. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he had to instead of killed or murdered or what he had to say unalive, and the kids that grew up on this bullshit they that's natural to them. Right. Like they don't cringe, but I saw this fucking 44 year old man cringe having to say fucking. Ugh. 
on a live. Yo, I don't know who Dua Lipa is, but I fucking hate her, man. Yeah, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup or her music. I have no fucking idea. It's just one of those names where it's like, yeah, that's a. They're on TikTok. One of the biggest one one of the biggest hits in the world this past year, but whatever. You turn on the baby. I don't. I was fuck you. Did she turn on the baby? So they had. I think she baby's struggling out here. Uh, Yeah, listen. That's what everybody says. It's a false narrative. The baby is uh, happy and healthy. Don't take shit away from the baby. Um. Although. It would fit with the narrative if he was struggling. I think he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm just listening. I'm sure he has money. I'm sure he's healthy, but I think he's struggling to get on shows. He went to war with a certain cartel. Mm. It didn't work. Um, So she had a song with the baby. I'm pretty sure. I don't even want to click on her ass. Uh, Oh, did you see, speaking of uh, people who are like maybe being good looking has a huge part to do with their supposed art career. Uh, did you no see shit. Thing? Did you see that thing going around Twitter? Um, no, but I, I can name you many uh, successful artists in the world that are ugly as fucking dog balls. No, no, no. Let me show no? you something. Let me show you something. Uh, look in your look in your little uh, uh, text, please. Who's that? Uh, okay, is, is that a pretty girl? Is that woman pretty? Sure. I'm married. I can't tell anymore. Uh, yes. So, okay. So she's pretty. Uh, she's an artist. Pretty good, right? Um, a little to me, a little hack in the subject matter, but uh, good, good. Um, her work is selling for millions now, or or I think it just crested over a million. One of them. But would you read her bio, please? This is from the fucking website. Read her bio, please. She came seemingly out of nowhere, Calgary, Canada, via Rhode Island School of Design, but has quickly (laughs) become the talk of the art world. Her old master style paintings of, well, let me say that again. Her Her old master style paintings of moody young women, which she makes in her apartment that doubles as a studio, sell to top collectors for many multiples of their of their estimates. Wayant, is that right? Wayant's first solo show with gag. Gagazian, whose owner Larry Gagazian Wayan is currently dating, is on now. So this, uh, I don't know how you say Gagazian, uh, uh, but uh, he's uh, uh, apparently one of the most powerful art dealers on the planet, and has been for a couple decades. He's uh, uh, the guy who makes you either a millionaire or uh, casts you into flames. Uh, that's who she's dating. Um, sending you a photo of the two of them. Um, what's up? <laughs> They're dating. Yep. What's up? <laughs> and and here's here's just the thing. All the commentary is get the bag, sis. <laughs> Yo, can we just agree that this is like this is all fine and good if the only purpose of your existence is to make money, but get the bag, sis. Is not like a message that, like, if I was, and look, I don't want to hear no bullshit about fucking how women are put in a position, whatever. Like, if you guys saw this, this is like an attractive young woman who's blowing an eighty-year-old man, and, <laughs> and, I, and I don't, I don't give a fuck. That's their business, right? They can do that, but like that whole get the bag sis shit is like, yo, 
if I had to suck off Mr. Spotify to get my music on Spotify, maybe I'd do it. Maybe I wouldn't. Uh, but I hope, but I hope nobody would be like killing it, King. You know what I mean? Like you, you fucking fillet that fucking old fuck if you got to. It's like I, I hope nobody'd be like hey, pat on the back. You, you're a champion at what you do. Well, no, it's also man. just. It, I mean, beyond that is it's kind of like, I don't know what her art looks like. Haven't seen any of her photos of her art. I don't know. Uh, I'd love to show you. It's Moody Young Women. Hold on. Oh, right, right. Moody Young Women. It was described to me. Well, I just want for the for the sake of this podcast, for the sake of this recording uh, and the honesty that we bring to people, I've not seen her art. Uh, it, looks, it, it honestly looks like, uh, for people that would understand this reference, it looks like a femme version of juxtapose art. It's uh, it's not important. It's not important. My point is that uh, given the nature of this relationship, that it could be the greatest art in the world, I think it would be an issue. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it would – it could be the best art that's ever been produced by an artist because of this – because – of this relationship because Larry Gag Gagosian is the, is the founder of arguably the most powerful art gallery network in the world. And this is wall street journals words, not mine. I don't know who this guy, I don't know this guy. I think that regardless of the quality of her art, because this relationship is what it is, it's gonna, it's gonna affect how you view the art itself. Would it not? And it's, and it's like, it's accessibility because if, if Larry Gagzanian was a plumber, well, would her art be as out there? Uh, no. <laughs> Who's who, okay. Now I'm looking at her art for the first time. I mean, it's a painting of a woman. Is she moody? Honestly, it looks it, it you could guess that Lena Dunham owns a piece of her art. Is that right. fair? I it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. So far as I can tell, she paints the woman from Grey's Anatomy with a with a one-sided mastectomy. That's was oh, that what I'm looking art. at? I don't I don't know. I'm just telling you that this is this seems to be like that if people are curious, they don't want to look this up themselves. It's just this is the lane. Um uh, so uh, there's this b- bitch ass thing that everybody does now where it's get the bag sis, which again is actually fine. If that's kind of where you're at, if you're like, Hey, life is meaningless. I'm just trying to not die on a park bench. Uh, it, it, who gives a fuck how other people view me? Yo, that's, that's cool. You know what I mean? That's, uh, I kind of get that. But if you're like, I'm an artist, I care about my craft. I'm sorry. Like you got to avoid the 80 year old dong. You just got it. Like it's maybe it's unfair, but, it, but you got to just pass on it. When the 80 year old dong is offered to you, you say, Oh no, no, thanks. I'm trying to quit. That's all you do because it's like, you know, who you don't have to want posterity. You don't have to want to, to make a difference in art. I think oftentimes that shit is delusional and, and borderline psychotic. But damn, this is like, please disregard me. Does that make any sense? Because she's she's dating this man, yeah? 
Yes. Right. That, well, so I think that's what I was saying earlier. It's also like, look, there's no way to not disregard it given this relationship. Yeah. Like I said, I, it could be, it could, uh, it could be objectively be the greatest art ever created, but because of this relationship, it's going to be disregarded. Right. And here's the deal. Post Lana Del Rey, there has been a whole like, yeah, you're supposed to fuck your producers. That's the way of the world. It, you're supposed to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've all slurped an old man to get ahead. You know what I mean? This is like, there's like a, a narrative. And like, look, maybe that's fucking true. You know, I don't know. But I just don't know if it's like a thing where you're supposed to be like, yeah, who's barring nepotism, who can slurp the best? That's not good. (laughs) I just don't think that's good. Am I old fashioned? Hmm. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Maybe I couldn't say, I don't know. How did you come? How did you come across this? I was on Twitter for a minute. Oh, that's it. They're, yeah. They're hate. They're hating on this woman on Twitter. People still are like, except it, except they're not. They're like, most of it is, uh, get the bag says, you know what I mean? Or she's just doing what she's got to, or she's smart. She's smart. Listen, there's a million ways to make a million dollars that don't involve sitting on an old man's fucking Viagra inflated fucking member. You know what I mean? Like there's a million ways to do it. Maybe they're not as easy, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just think sitting on an old member is difficult and it's not that difficult. Mm. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the fucking fool. I hate visual art. <laughs> is that right? You I know, hate what is it. That? <laughs> what is <that? laughs> you expand on that a little. It just does nothing for me. I think I'm like, maybe I'm like a sociopath. I don't know. Yeah, you don't appreciate the beauty in life. Well, I do, but not not the artistic. I like waterfalls all day, you know? Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I, like, I know. I you're. Like, I like man-made creations. I don't like, nature is passe. I like music. I like spoken word. But like a pretty painting, I think, what, like, the, like the fucking Mona Lisa. Who are we kidding? Give me a break. Yeah, who are we kidding? That's a great question. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> People look at that and they think it's like the most important thing ever. It's just a fucking thing. That's that's narrative. That's nonsense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give me natural beauty. I'm all about that shit. A fucking sunset could can make me cry, you know? Music oh God. can make Jeez. me fucking can, can make music as music as a wise man once said makes you lose control. That's true. Like I can listen to a song that I love over and over and uh, seeing a band live may, will cause me to hurl myself off a stage. I fucking love mm. music, but like, you know, and like movies, 
yeah, I love movies. I, I like I like things like that, but it doesn't quite give me the same thing that music does. But then when it when it comes to like photography, paint, like I, you know, I've seen good. I, I don't know. It's fine. I get. I don't know. It just doesn't really do anything for me. Listen, get the bag, sis. Right, 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 right. Get the bag. Get the bag. Anything you have to do to get bag is approved. Get bag. Yo, get bag is my new, uh, the, what's the line from Red Letter Media? Um, consume product. Yeah, consume you know product. I mean? like, that's get bag for me. Get, that's that's where that falls in the, the, the my, how, what level my brain is operating on sort of mm. thing. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's, it's good advice, I guess. Get bag. Get the bag. Uh, what else? We're, we're, we're all, uh, we're all celebrating, uh, the merger of government and, uh, and, and corporate power to, uh, to, to destroy the things we don't like, like Um, Elon Musk's Twitter. Oh yeah. 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 Let's talk about that. So everybody, uh, you hate Elon because he did better than you in life. Okay, that's fine. Um, you hate Elon because his face is shiny and he's ugly. And he uh, has threesomes with uh, fucking Hollywood celebrities and he'll never feel physical discomfort again in his life. And you hate that. Okay, uh, that's fine. I can understand. I guess I hate some people. I I just hate it on fucking Miss Wyant, whatever, Anna Wyant. All right, so you're hating. That's fine. Um, but do you do you really think it's good that the European Union should try to silence him because he's too lit? Do you think that's good? <laughs> do you think that's good? Uh, that's really like you can have. We got to start separating. Like being an adult is separating your feelings. Oh, you know what? I hate my mechanic. But every other mechanic in the area tries to rip me off and they're dishonest. My mechanic is honest. He just talks to me about how he he calls his sister-in-law a bitch the entire time I'm there. And I find it distasteful. Uh, Then he talks to me about a Jewish conspiracy and I don't care for that. But he's the only honest fucking mechanic in town. Being an adult is going, yeah, you know what? I can probably go for a walk while he's fixing my car. Right. I don't have to hang out with him that much. I'm going to go to the honest guy. That's fine. So separate your feelings. You don't like Elon. What does that mean for, oh, but you do like the European Union attempting to silence a guy who just publicly said uh, the platform that he purchased has interfered in elections. That's you think that's good. You know what I mean? Like, did you see that? So now he's probably talking just about the Hunter Biden thing, right? Because that's too big a tease otherwise. Like, if 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 he can prove that they actively interfered in elections beyond that, <clears throat> holy shit. You know, I mean? like, I, I hope that he would go for something like a more exciting tease than that, right? But even if it's that, and he can see that there was some collusion or at least internal dialogue about, yeah, look, like who uh, we don't know what the truth is, but let's silence it because this is a dangerous time for our man, Joe Biden. 
if he can produce evidence that they said that and you because you find him distasteful you want the european union to erase people in europe's ability to get an open discourse about these things yo i would like you to second guess that motivation on your part <laughs> i'd like you to stop yourself a little bit and say am i making any fucking sense well i think like there seems to be a repeating pattern. It seems like, I mean, anyone, most people can admit the obvious truth, right? That that it, it is the United States, but also the Western world more broadly, is that these governments have fused with corporate power, right? And it seems that Twitter has been a demonstration of policing the content based on what's conducive to uh, the type of government that they want to see in power, right? Mm. It's it's obvious that they suppress things like the Hunter Biden story uh, because it was inconvenient to one certain part of the part of the spectrum. Mm. And it's not even like the left-right access. It's merely corporate Dems, right? Um. So a guy like Elon walks into the picture and he buys the company. And now immediately we see things, you know, Apple doesn't want to carry the app in the app store. There's pressure from people within the Biden administration pressure. You know, they like I, there's just there's been these like weird videos of like people being like, what are you going to do about Twitter and now that Elon Musk with in regards to misinformation, disinformation, and it's like, okay, obviously the internet is a breeding ground for bullshit. That is mm -hmm. obvious to anyone who's ever used it. My question for people that listen to this show and, and, and in general, more anytime, you know, this topic gets brought up is who would you like to decide what is misinformation? What is disinformation? Who's an honest actor? Is it the government? I don't know why you'd think the government would be a good entity to put in charge of what is true and what is false and what you're allowed to speak about on the internet. You don't trust them? <laughs> but it's not even the point. Maybe you do trust them. Maybe you trust the Bidens. Maybe you trust the Biden administration. Maybe you trust the Democrats. That's your team. That's 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 your... Okay. What happens when they're not in power anymore? Do they understand that when people that you don't like take the reins of these things, that they now, like, say Trump becomes president in two years, you know that now he runs the apparatus that oversees what you can, can and can't say. It'll never happen. My team's going to win. Thousand-year Reich. <laughs> it's just like... I. I I just don't understand. Like, who decides? Who's decide? Who dis? Who decides what's real and what isn't? That's a hefty. That's that's that that's that's a heavy burden to to parse reality for you. But what I see is that when a wild card like like a guy like Elon Musk comes into the picture, that there's this contraction from the rest of that sphere, and it's because he's not part of that corporate oligarchy group. Right, he's not part of that uh, symbiotic uh, uh, relationship between governments and corporations, and he seemingly 
has walked into this picture with a different ethos than what they want to be the you know than 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 how they want twitter to be so do you think do you think in on some level the hatred for elon musk that you see out there this this like real like on twitter this like real like yeah, revile like I've just mute, I've muted at least 200 people. Like this is the thing man. It's it's so it's so frustrating because immediately when we when we start when I want to talk about it in this way it's to a moron, to a moron they'll hear you to an NPC idiot. They'll hear you talk within these and they go, "Oh so so what? You're some kind of so you must love Elon Musk. You want to suck his dick. You love, you know." And it's like, "No. <laughs> That's not the point." The point is, don't you understand that when someone that is outside of that oligarchy, hegemony, whatever you want to call it, that all of a sudden that there, there, there appears this, listen, there's probably a million good reasons to not like Elon Musk, right? But they're just like seemingly from like overnight, it's just this like bile, this fucking like venom, like they fucking the, there's a there's a large portion of the Twitter sphere, at least the, the circles that I swim in, that just want this man to fail and die and burn. Yes, yes. Like hatred. New hatred. Trump, where I just I just need somebody that's I need somebody that I think doesn't deserve their success to suffer. Even this fucking Anna Wyant girl blowing this old man for fucking success, I wouldn't take it away from her. Do you understand? No, like, no. Like, I, like, it's, it's, it's like I can have the ability to find something distasteful or say to yourself, I wouldn't do it like that. And also say, you know, but they can, you know what I mean? It's fine. You'll live. It's just, it puts, it puts, it puts not me. Cause I don't give a fuck. I only really talk about this on the podcast. And I, I again, I've said it a million times. I have no stake in Twitter. It could it could burn tomorrow. It could cease to exist. I don't care. Don't give a shit about Elon Musk. I don't care. Uh, stop stop slurping him. <laughs> but it puts you in this in this position where it's like, don't don't. I don't know. Whatever. I I lost my train of thought. I don't know. It's just annoying. It's it's like. There are people like me who are perhaps put in a position where it sounds like I'm defending a guy like Elon Musk, when really what I'm doing is critiquing this corporate hegemony. But by you being anti-Elon, what it does is put you in the position of defending the corporate oligarchy. Does that make sense? Yes, except that you could say that Elon – people can make the argument that Elon is that too. I just think that people need to be aware that he's gone off script. Right, and they're trying. They're trying. They're, so, whether or not he's just another fucking fat cat scumbag, which almost certainly he is, it's just that's not the problem. There's so many of these people. Hold on, let's see. Uh, billionaires. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the billionaires list. So, the list of the world's billionaires. Let's see who cares about what. All right, Elon's on top. So okay, so you hate him for that reason. What about oh Bezos is still second? Um what about the uh uh Arnott family? I don't never hear very of, much about don't never heard of very him much in my about life. them. Oh what uh, what about Larry Page? 
worth 111 billion U.S. dollars. Uh, are you mad at him? <laughs> what about uh, Sergey Brin, uh, 107, Larry Ellison? I've at least heard that name in my life. Steve Ballmer. Uh, we're not mad? Uh, what about this fella? Uh, Mukesh Amba- uh, Ambani. Mukesh Ambani. He's an Indian. Never heard that collection of syllables before in my fucking life. Never. Why? Because you don't care about him, despite the fact that he could be a bigger scummer than Elon. You just know Elon's face. Be fucking honest. Wow, Zuckerberg's broke. Is he broke? Um, I mean, he's got he's number 15 on the billionaires list. I, I think, think he took he a beating with the fucking meta shit. Meta, yeah, maybe. Um, oh, wait a, a second. Wait a on second. that one. Wait a second. Uh uh, how do you say? How do you pronounce Z's in China and Chinese? G? Is that Shang? I think it's Shang. Um, Shang Shansong. Uh, somebody correct me, I guess. Um, that's a Chinese billionaire who made his money in beverages and pharmaceuticals. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> We're not mad at him though, right? Uh, um, what about the Koch family or Coke family? Actually, as it is, it is. Um, the Coke, fa- the Cokes, uh, you've got three of them on this list. Uh, oh, well, they, least- the, the Cokes have been a, a boogeyman for the, for the, for the Dems for a while. In the way that like, but we right gave wing- up on them. We gave up on them. They're not they hot were, anymore. Uh, yeah. One of the Cokes died. It used to be the Coke brothers. You always heard about, right, but they were right. like, that, the only they, one that lives now is, Charles, I think, in the way that like right wing scumbags will always bring up fucking George Soros. It was like it was it was it was Dems that were always like the Koch brothers funded it, you know. Uh, um, OK, w- what about uh, Len Balavik, who made their money in music and chemicals? <laughs> chemicals. Probably nothing, probably nothing to be concerned about. But the, the, this is what I mean is like there, there's this whole. Yes, Elon is part of that in in a way. He is, but it's yeah, it's it's as you said, this whole Twitter uh takeover is is going off script. It is, you know, I and it is a cynical point of view and like I said, I I want to as I said, it is the qualifier is that yes, there's a lot of fucking absolute bullshit that goes on on the internet. There's a lot of false things that are, you know, like of that fuck, like a week we talked. What was it last week when someone made up the whole fucking like Trump Elon feud? It was total bullshit. Should that person have their have their throat ripped out for spreading disinformation, misinformation? I just like. I can understand being concerned about fake news, you know, for lack of a better term. However. I don't know why anyone in their right mind would think it's a good thing and it's a right thing and it's and it's what that the government should influence private tech companies to police what they believe what what they've decided is misinformation and what isn't misinformation. How can you I just don't understand how you can trust the government to do that and not use that nefariously. I don't understand how you can think that there won't be some, you know, like I mean the Hunter Biden thing is like a perfect example. I mean, by all accounts, it seems that that laptop was real and they suppressed that news story for because they thought it was like insane now real confirmed real. So do you want your government telling you things that are real are not real? I think some people do. 
because their preferred people will stay in power. And that's like not a commitment to what I would call truth or democracy, the thing we like to throw around so fucking often. Uh, You're a hack. um, You're a partisan hack is basically what I'm saying. Everyone's a partisan fucking hack. Here's all I'm saying is that Cyrus Poonwalla has made $24 billion off of vaccines, and I'm sure that he's upright, he's doing everything the right way, and that there, there's no reason to look into his life the way that you look into fucking Elon's life, the way that you do these bizarre things like, like I won't say his name, but a certain son of apartheid millionaire, not accurate, by the way, <laughs> but, but the way that you have to try to examine his life, why do we not devote even an ounce of that to our booty Haranto who <laughs> made his money off of who made his $23 billion off of banking slash tobacco? You know, <laughs> like why do we not look into any of that? Like it's so fucking crazy. Or Daniel Gilbert, who who is the Quicken Loans guy. You know, <laughs> well, he's cool. <laughs> like, like, fuck. We don't seem to care at all about anybody except for the name. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's the guy? That's the guy. Not the Murdoch family who's uh, worth 20 billion. You want to look into the Murdoch family? No, here's an here's a here's an honest broker, I think. Pang Kang uh <laughs> is worth uh just about 20 off a of soy sauce. All right. Yeah, can't be mad. Yeah, no, oh, what I can't about be mad at that one. Uh, the- Theo Al- Albert Albert Albright Albright mm. Albright, uh, who made his money off Trader Joe's. All right, I mean, I prefer Whole Foods, but way prefer Whole Foods. Don't care what people <laughs> say. Um, Trader Joe's has good snacks. I'll give him that. Uh, they get good potato chips. Fan Hongui, who made his money in petrochemicals, is a hundred percent not not deserving of any scrutiny. Yeah, no. <laughs> devote it to Elon. All energies are on Elon. So yeah, I mean that's that's the whole thing. It's, it's multiple it's, uh, multiple billionaire families off of vaccines here. By the way, I just I don't understand. Like, I don't understand this. Like, I, I think because I think about it a lot. Like, obviously, a liberal person. But I'm just not going to simp for Democrats. Like, I just don't get it, man. I don't get why anyone would, you know? Like, especially now, like, do, like how much about this fucking the, the rail worker shit do you know about? Almost nothing. Suffice to say that, that Joe and Nancy are doing their best to put this shit to bed quickly. Mm. With barely offering any of those fuckers anything. What do they want? I think they just want like, like more money and sick leave. Not happening. <laughs> not not on my watch. I mean, it's, it's. I think there's two bills that are about to go through the Senate. One of them is definitely going to fail. One might pass, but it's like, if one of the, if they don't pass, then they're fucked. From what I understand, and it's like, man. You want to talk about fascism? Talk about the merger of fucking of of government with corporate oligarchy 
and 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 talk about oh you, oh, uh, oh, you mean the, you mean the actual definition of fascism not the 2018 one that we just manufactured out of thin air talk about that and then talk about uh what what would you say the median income of of uh, of senators are united states senators 2 million no 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 Let's less see. 1.5 median Let's income see. of united states senators i'd say 1. i'd say 1.4 now, th- so I can only look at their salaries. I don't know how much money they actually have. Oh, we can't see how much they're trading. <laughs> no, no, again. Although apparently, we. I guess we can. I, I guess they're. But let's see. Hold on. Um, I can. I can look at their net worth, worth, but I can't look at. Can't look at how much they make. I don't know why anyone has an idea that anyone in government wants anything good for you. Oh, I mean, we're just beating that drum all day. It's, it, none of our listeners think that anymore. I don't know why anyone would think that. Why do you think anyone in government that, you know, the United States government, which has been completely hijacked by corporate power and moneyed interests, who, whom they serve, why would you think they they want or would advocate for anything good for you? Yo, Rick Scott is fucking killing it. Why would you let them police your speech? And what you are and are allowed and aren't allowed to say on the internet. It's crazy. You 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 get me fucking yourself. You're brain dead. You're just fucking stupid. Because it's like I understand the way in which like we talk like colloquially. I understand that Joe Biden might be funny, you know? Grandpa Joe. But like if you did any if you like thought about anything for more than two seconds, you'd realize how stupid it is. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you maybe it's just self-hatred you know like no, everybody likes a big man. Everybody likes somebody to make decisions for them. Like, but it's Mike not Braun. even that because, like Mike Braun, the the uh, let's see, uh, junior senator from Indiana, uh, worth one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. But you know, you know what is frustrating to me is just like you can explain all this, right? We, we've been talking about this podcast about this on this podcast for years now, and you can you can have this conversation with someone to their face, and you can say, look. When you allow a larger entity to step on your right to speak, or when you when you say, actually, this is just for them, this is just for the bad people who post fake news, and then you explain to that person that, hey, under those same rules that you've decided was okay for the people you hate, that can one day be used against you. So when you step on speech rights, you step on your own rights. 
You can explain yeah, it, that to was, people in a way that makes sense, and they'll still go, "Well, yeah, but I don't know. here's why. Here's why that never works, because the person who has so little integrity that they don't care about the the implic the they don't care about the principle of the thing. They they would only be care they care about the self interest aspect of it. That person is too dumb to recognize that it'll happen. That's it. So you can, I don't even bother using that. I just try to say, hey, either you. Either you in your heart believe in a principle by which you would not want to be – you would not treat others in a way that you would feel like you were being violated if you were treated that way. Just, you know, simple thing, right? little golden rule sort of thing. <laughs> you, you don't even need to politicize it. Would you want your ability to say things to be utterly crushed because of some fucking uh, partisan agenda? Uh, no, no, I'd hate that. Okay, then you can't do it to other people, right? That only makes sense. But that's a principle. Whenever you say, here's your self-interest, this is going to happen to you if you do it to others. I think most people are like, nah, when has there ever been, when is there, when has the other party ever been in power? That's never happened. You know what I mean? It's just complete, like they push out of their mind. Hold on one second. I'm going to go, there might be uh uh Christmas pajamas at my front door. Give me one. Oh, that's exciting. It is pretty exciting, honestly. What's no, Christmas the, what? no Christmas pajamas. That's your update. That's disappointing. I agree. Um, my girlfriend loves Christmas, which is like very alien to me because <clears throat> Christmas in all media is depicted the same um, snowy, you know, that type of thing. And it's it was 94 degrees here yesterday, so it's and it's only going to be hotter on Christmas. Um, so I I, I I don't know. Did you? Go, I don't remember. Did you go home for Christmas? You you go you went home for like a fucking two months last Christmas, didn't you? No, I was probably there for two weeks. Two weeks, my ass. You kept delaying things. Maybe it was longer. I remember when I was like, "You you coming home?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, I haven't bought my ticket yet." I was like, "He's not coming back." <laughs> I got real cozy at my parents' house. Yeah, but it was like a weird type of, uh, like, a, like there was a sadness to it. You know what I mean? Where you'd be like, yeah, I haven't done anything. And I'd be like, what do you mean? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'm just, it's cool here. And you're like, but you just said you haven't done anything. And it's, it sounds depressing. And you're like, yeah, maybe things will change. I'll, I'll get a place. I, I'll, I'll come back eventually. I get, to, I get depressed after the holidays. Do you? Sometimes. Well, I mean, if, if I'm in New York, especially. I feel no. Oh well, yeah. That's just it. It's called being in New York. To me, the most depressing, the most depressing day of the year is New Year's Day. Uh, really? I, I mean, I like it because I wake up at a fairly regular time and just uh, nobody's out. It's kind of like just, you know, I, I, I like it. Let's see. Hell, I mean, I'll probably, I'd probably like it more. Not. I'm going to be in uh, Chicago this year for New Year's. No, no shit. Yeah. That'll Hold be on. I'm, I'm looking at a, uh, a video game for you. What do you call the end piece of bread on a loaf of bread? Nub. The nub? No, you don't call it that. <clears throat> no, it's a crust. Like if you have a loaf of bread, the end piece? Yeah, you don't call it the heel? I would not personally call it the heel, but I would recognize the use of that word to mean that thing. I always used heel as a kid, as a kid, as I've always used heel. 
Has this come up in a way where you feel the need to justify it or is this just on your mind? No, I, I just, I thought that's what it was called, but apparently that's not a thing everywhere. What's it called? Uh, I guess some people call it the ass. Some people call it the nub. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Um, some people call it the, uh, Uh, in Sweden, it's called the Skalken. The Skalken. Yeah. In in Italy, it's called Gulito, which is Italian for butt. Okay. The, the butt bread. Booty booty bread. Mm. The bread the bread dussy. The bread dussy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it okay? This is a little question for you. Is it okay? I obviously I'm not going to use anti-gay slurs, okay. but is it okay if I use language that some people use in a pejorative way if I mean it in a positive way? Like you know, like uh like star uh, uses the slang zesty when talking about gay people. He'll be like, Bobby Schmarta acting zesty out here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think zesty is fun. You know? And I don't like, so if I was like, I don't know, Eric, that's pretty zesty on your part. And I mean, like, you know, that's pretty gay, my man. But I, but I like gay people. Is that all right? Oh, uh, I don't think this is like such a fucking, I have such a problem with this. Where, What if I, what if I like legitimately like a people and I'm like, but I'm, I feel comfortable enough. Am I like too, am I flying too close to the like N word pass zone where I'm like, no, it's cool. I can I like, I like Jews so I can say Jew shit. Is that like, is that flying too close to the sun? I think, I think you have to defer to the community. Yeah, but the community, there's no such thing. I hate that shit. There's no such thing as a, like there's what it means. You no, have to ask one person and that's what and, I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like if I asked you like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. How do white people feel about that? <laughs> Let's take a look. Um, OK, uh, white people in USA. Um, how many we got? Two hundred and four million of the 350 people 350 million people in the united states are white uh what's the let's 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 ask the white community you know what i'm saying like there's no such thing there's no such thing as community once you get past 100 human beings you're just talking about like hey i picked the i i found an individual that agrees with me that's that's all you're looking for i can speak for the whites oh yeah what what, what's their feeling about what I'm being called cracker ass crackers if it's not if it's said in a in a in a sort of a familiar way. I don't think they've it's I don't think the word cracker has ever made a white person feel anything. A I single bet, one. I bet deep south maybe maybe somebody felt a way about it at one time. But no, I don't think I and white boy, obviously no one feels a way about white boy, even though Maybe sometimes they should because it's got like a – depending on the way it's – it's white boy is a little bit like Jew in the respect that it's how you say it. 
You know, (laughs) like there's like white boys, not offensive on the face of it. But if you, if you say it with some fucking animus, it it becomes like a, this guy got a problem. You you know what I'm saying? So maybe it's the tone, a little bit of a tone thing with white boy. Maybe. What's got you on this tip? Uh, What does got me on this tip? Oh, zesty. I just, I was zesty. zesty. Right. And I, I like it. I think it's like a fun, you know, acting zesty. Know, or if, if, little, if you're like in, in, a little zesty since he got since he got out of the camp in, in like polite conversation, it's like, were you talking to Steve the other day? Oh, yeah, I was hanging out with Steve. Is he is he gay? And you go, eh, he's a little zesty. Yeah, he's a little zesty. He's I think that gay. might be all right. Uh, what do you think about an open marriage where uh, your wife's other uh, husband lives with you? Oh, <laughs> your wife's boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. I guess technically your boyfriend because you can't you can't have two because of some bullshit arbitrary law you can't have two husbands. But um, I think polygamy is illegal strictly because it gets like weird legally. That's all. Like, like it yes, gets complicated. Think, like financially. Probably. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like it, it's a, probably a tax issue. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Just, I think I think legitimately. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you think here? What What do I think about being married to someone? And, and I mean, if if they're within your, if, if, with you. I ask because because uh, uh, Aline uh, Kaminsky Crumb died today. Oh, it was that R. R. Crumb's wife. Yes, and also the uh, boyfriend or the girlfriend of a, another man who who lived with the two of them. Uh, also, uh, their their families lived together, so. When he moved in, when boyfriend moved in, his his daughter moved in as well. So, uh, you know, I, mean, I, I, under, I understand that talking about like polygamy as like a, or open marriages is like hack comedy. But like just let's be – let's not try to be funny at all. Like let's – what do you think? I've moved in – I so you, you're seeing somebody. Mm. uh hopefully working towards like a, a serious thing, a, a future, maybe not to put too much on it. I don't know what the situation is, but let's say, which by the way, my girlfriend reprimands me. Uh, cause, cause I, I don't know anything about things that would be germane or maybe like your friends would want to talk about like what's going on with Eric. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I think he went for a walk today or something. He didn't, he couldn't, he couldn't play Fortnite. No, like what's going on in his life? Is it? Uh, um, well, uh, he's he hasn't been able to play Fortnite in days, <laughs> you know I mean? and I I I, uh, I think I'm polite when other people ask me about my life, but I also think that I am uh, I don't return the favor in some strangely autistic way, where I go, oh, is it uh, autism or just being a shithead? Yeah, no, or it could be just a deep. Eric, what you do is, if you have personal failings and personality uh, defects, you write it off as autism. You put them on something that you can't help. Uh, You understand? Yeah. That way, you kind of like, oh, you think you're gonna get me with the fact I'm a piece of shit? Not today. I'm, you know, trauma something. You know, (laughs) you just fucking duck it. Of course. Uh, I mean, our crumb has been on that, that freak shit for a minute. 
you know, so it wouldn't surprise. He's like the he's he was in the OG polycule. Yeah, that's true. You know, before all these Sam Bankman Freed types, you know. Yeah. Which, Look, by the way, talk about something that's been scrubbed. Which one is Sam Bankman Freed been scrubbed from? No, not not even the the just scrubbed from national conversation. The whole uh, SBF FTX thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't hear that. You won't hear a thing. You won't hear a peep about that on the old NPR shows. No, they've got to get back to it. You don't. They don't. don't. My God. Let's see if Sam gave any money to to, uh, NPR. Almost certainly. I'd be shocked if he didn't. So he's going to he's going to skirt away just fine. Uh, he'll probably go to the same uh, uh, country club uh, facility that uh, uh, Jordan Belfort did. I, I don't think he. I don't think he broke any laws, did he? He committed fraud. Okay. Uh, so uh, he, he committed fraud in the in the same way that any Ponzi scheme is a fraud because uh, he had people. So people are quick to point out that there's no investment. There, there's no protections for cryptocurrency. That's true, but. Uh, what he did is separate from that. Uh, he essentially uh, uh, got people to invest on a false pretense that there was a thing that there wasn't, which is basically like he uh, – I mean I don't know if that means anything to individual investors in FTX, which it almost certainly doesn't honestly because they would be the smallest of the cre- of his creditors I would have to imagine. So in a bankruptcy proceeding – uh, or any type of lawsuit, they would get the least, right? Or get nothing. They get nothing. But I think that at least the the other, um, like anybody that invested in him or anybody that he had business dealings with, could uh, go for a fraud against a fraud charge against him because he uh, eva- he evaluated his company. On false pretenses, on, uh, on on made up information, he basically cooked the book, so to speak, because uh, he was using his evaluation of his company. His valuation of his company is based on the coin that his company made. So that would be like me saying, "I'm worth a uh, hundred million dollars. My company's worth a hundred million dollars." And they say, wow, that's fantastic. How do you arrive at that number? And it's because I said that I have a hundred million of Patrick dollars. And so that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. I'll say that's a problem. Having a hundred million Patrick dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, 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 I'm, I'm flush in gamer coin. Oh, the guardian is the guardian is switching it up. Uh, he, oh no! So Sam Sam is saying he made secret dark money uh, donations to Republicans now. So now we we might see this hit the <laughs> hit the headlines again. Damn! So he was playing both sides. Yeah, I mean, but that was established that because he was definitely giving money to Republicans, although it was like much much less, right? Um, like twenty to one. Basically. Well, weren't weren't does anyone remember this? This has been memory hold. Weren't Democrats giving money to to Trump Republicans so that they would win their nominations so Dems could beat them in elections? Yes. And that oh, well. listen, that worked out. So everybody's going to pretend that it wasn't the riskiest <laughs> thing that they could have done. The Democrats they, gave money to politicians 
to the that, most that lo- loves January sixth. Yes, yeah. to the most lunatic politicians they could find. But that's but uh, it's it's not even that. It's like think about it. On one hand, the one hand of 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 the apparatus is going through the the January sixth here. Are those over? What happened to that? The, the January sixth hearings, and that while the January, other hand, this motherfucker talking about January sixth. <laughs> It doesn't exist, man. It never happened. Remember those hearings that took like all year? What did it? What did it pan out to? Let's see if they're over. January. And then what he, he said? Uh, what a uh, fucking who's the guy? Merrick Garland is putting in, doing another special counsel. What we we're doing? Mueller part two. This is the Mueller sequel. Public hearings of the United States House Select Committee on the January sixth attack. This time they're going to get him. Oh yeah, it's the southern uh, southern district. Uh, it, but this time, <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it over? Is it over? It ran from uh, holy July, fuck, July twenty seventh to October thirteenth. Holy shit! Wait, I'm sorry. I'm looking at a current, as of three hours ago, posted photo of Shelley Duvall. Yeah, I mean, is it oh. if is it current? Because Shelley's not doing great. Oh wow! Yeah, it's sad. I actually yeah. just watched The Shining yesterday. Yeah, I'm Shelley's going, not I'm, Shelley's not killing it. I'm having a Kubrick phase. Remember, I had my my Quentin phase a while ago. I'm going through a Kubrick thing right now. <laughs> you know who you got to go through next? Uh, uh, the guy who got yelled at for that uh, blonde movie. D W. Griffith, Birth of a Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you got to go through. Um, Who got yelled at for the blonde movie? What? You know this guy. Um, 2022. He's gun. Uh, Andrew Dominic. What did my uh, man Andrew do? So uh, you can watch all of his movies in an afternoon because he's only got like five. Uh, but he did Chopper. Have you seen Chopper? I haven't seen Chopper. Uh, the Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward. Coward okay. Robert Ford. Sure, I've seen that. Right, and then killing them softly. Oh yeah, I haven't seen killing them softly. Rewatch killing them softly because it does this really like almost strange thing where it it doesn't make political commentary per se, but it keeps. If I recall, it keeps coming back to what year would this be? I think it keeps coming back to like footage of Clinton. <laughs> okay, uh, but it's uh, uh, the reason is basically like uh, it might be George Bush, it might be I forget what the fuck it was. George Clinton. Uh, uh, oh no, no, pardon me. Uh, on the night of the pre- so it takes place during the presidential election. It's on the night of the presidential election, and uh, Barack Obama is giving his victory speech on the television the whole time, and uh, it so it's got this like. Like it's juxtaposed against kind of this, like it's this dark crime story that's going on against this type of uh, 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 like hopeful. And but everybody in it is cynical as fuck and doesn't believe that there's anything hopeful happening at all. It, it's it's a good movie. I'd watch it. Uh, Taylor, Lorenz. but he did blo- he did blonde, which we talked about recently because. Uh, that's the movie where people are like, it's an anti-abortion movie because it had like a scene that might have been that could have been construed as uh, as 
somebody who had a mis or an abortion rather uh uh feeling conflicted about that, which is by the way a thing many 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 people experience when they do something that they might see as a necessity but they don't want to do it that's how you feel you feel conflicted so i have not seen the movie yet but it is uh to not to like write it off as like oh it's anti abortion because a char- a character is conflicted about a thing is fucking nuts yeah it's uh that's like We've crossed the Rubicon at that point. Yeah, that's like we're doing like Twitter YA conversation at that point. Well, I saw someone, I saw people, they're saying, uh, this is all fake. I mean, listen, I'm going to say this thing, but you have also have to acknowledge that it's like, this is purely CIA. But what I saw was, suppose Twitter leftists saying things like, it's un, oh God, it's so embarrassing. It's unethical to consume uh tv shows about uh, to, to to consume cop dramas oh remember cop dramas are back now big time paw patrol paw patrol never died <laughs> all right the dog just freaked out i'm gonna check again for these pajamas how about uh twitter ends its ban on covid misinformation yes let's get in there wait wait no hang on Doctors and public health officials say Musk's decision is a huge step backwards and will lead to more deaths by Taylor Lorenz. Not deaths by Taylor Lorenz. I mean, Taylor Lorenz wrote this article. Taylor Lorenz. she Italian? Lorenzo. Eric. Yes. True or false? I hate working people. True. True. Confirmed. I hate fucking mail delivery people, man. But you love I, Taylor, Taylor Lorenz. Oh, God. We got to talk about Taylor Lorenz. Actually, I like our mailman <laughs> here. I like our mailman here, but it's like every, like the guy who delivers our mail is cool. The people who, who process the mail and apparently punt it across the fucking warehouse before they give it to me. Makes me mad as shit, man. Every everything I receive comes two weeks late and looks like it got physically beat up in a bar fight. Like it looks like kicked to shit. This one was half open. Is it? Is it the pajamas? Oh, yeah. So listen, Taylor Lorenz. Uh, wait, uh, wait. Did you get pajamas? Who, yeah, the pajamas have arrived. I can All try right, them good. on if you'd like. Um. For people that don't know who Taylor Lorenz is, she's come up. She's like a she's making herself into a boogeyman. It's like she's looking for cheap. What do you, is what's is there a cheap heat in wrestling when you're the you're the fucking heel? She's trying to be a heel. She's trying to be a career heel, and I don't know why. I don't know. I guess maybe there's money in it. Whatever the fuck. She is. She's coming out saying that China's zero COVID policy is good because. Millions of Americans are going to be di- uh, disabled because of long COVID. The fuck are we talking about? <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? I didn't tell you at the time I went to a doctor and, and, and I was, and you, and, and he said something about long COVID and I was like, is that real? And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Listen, here's the big reveal. Everybody long COVID is the new fibromyalgia straight up. That doesn't mean that, 
people with fibromyalgia don't exist. Doesn't mean that people with long COVID potentially, potentially, there's no data, potentially don't exist. But what it means is that there's an awful lot of people who, because both have very, uh, let's say, amorphous symptoms, there's a lot of people walking around saying that they have these things who really, there's no way that we could know. And maybe that's not what it is at all. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Who gives a shit? I mean, listen, maybe she, maybe Taylor Renz is just an opportunist. She knows China's going to be in charge one day. She's getting, she's like John Cena. She's She wants to get a good head start on the good foot. Get the bag, sis. Get the bag, sis. I mean, that might be a good way to round out this episode. Uh, maybe we've, uh, oh, Billy, oh, Slick Willie's got COVID. No. He must have read misinformation that caused him to to act dangerously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took some uh, risks with his with his life. God damn it! Twitter relaxes their policies, and now they're now Bill. It's all Elon's fault that Bill Clinton has COVID. There is no lasting natural immunity to COVID. You can get COVID over and over and over again because there are so many endlessly evolving strains and antibodies, and antibodies wane. Also, choosing not to kill off millions of vulnerable people as the U.S. is doing isn't a critical flaw. Uh, let's audit Taylor and see that she does everything the right way. Yeah, let's follow her around. <laughs> let's follow her around. Let's see what's up. All right. Um, I think that's a good way to round it out. I, let's do we'll do overtime tomorrow mm-hmm. or the next day or something because it's going to it'll but we'll have it before this episode goes up. Uh, okay. I, your, your man's too sleepy. He's got to get, he's got to go. You're Betty a little, buys. little sleepy baby. You're a little I'm a sleepy for, boy for, for bed, bed, Betty buys, uh, everybody, you know what it is. It doesn't Through, even play fucking Fortnite with me. Nah, well, someday, uh, we're, uh, you guys, you and Chris really want me to fucking play Fortnite. You guys won't stop. You won't stop until you try it. Look, <laughs> if he's on right now, try it. I right played got- it before. You never played shit before. And also, what time? It's like eight o'clock there. Chill the fuck out. Um, it's eleven. It's, you fuck. It's not eleven where you're at. Yes, it is. Late as shit. I'm sleepy. Yeah, you always got to go to bed. You know the fucking fucked up thing is, is like as soon as for our young listeners, just a preview to life. Once you turn, once you pass thirty, it's like every other day you just feel like you're dying. Like I'll wake up one day and feel fucking great. And that means the next day I'm going to f- just be tired and sluggish like a fucking slug man. I went to bed at nine last night. Oh, <laughs> what time did you wake up? Uh, six. But I woke up at woke up at or fell asleep at nine. That's pathetic. I might end it. You, you might have to end it. Did, yeah, you, wake up, it, did you wake up and your, your penis was on the other side of the room because it fell off? Yeah, exactly. 100 percent. Yes. The dog was uh, chewing on it. Yes. Everybody through and through merch.com for shirts, get a shirt, buy a shirt, uh, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Bonus episodes are there. Thank you to everybody who's donated so far. Uh, 205-509-9785. Go ahead and call us and leave us a message. Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Go you could, for whatever, whatever reason you might want to email us. That's where you can do that. And uh, and plug your uh, plug your Kickstarter there. Uh, don't avert your eyes. Kickstarter uh, passed eighteen thousand today. You're fucking. You're wealthy. I'm wealthy. Uh, 
this does this. Oh, 18,138. Uh, let's get it to 20,000. Everybody go, go buy some adult comics for me. An adult buy that, but whatever our crumb shit that Pat is cooking up, go buy it. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll get you in overtime. We'll, we'll, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get at you soon. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.